Hello, you're listening to the greatest podcast on earth. The debate is over. We're back. Depressing night last night, fellas. Uh, Aiden Cunningham, I'm Isaiah Blakely, Justin Myers, Cameron Hirsch on the phones. Let's just get right into it. Last night, absolutely brutal. Awful. Where, where, where do we want to start? Where do we want to start? Uh, let's start with the officiating. Uh, you awful. guys get on your show box. Get on your show box about the officiating, and then we we'll talk about other God reasons. awful calls. The main reason we lost. Ticky tack calls ruin the game. Of course, the officials try to make the game about themselves, like usual. Thirteen point five seconds up in the second second half. Duque has the ball. Sincere, sincere carry dribbles baseline. Jaron bodies him a little bit. Well, whistle, whistle blown. Of course, he's going to knock down the free throws. Goes in overtime. And then a blatant missed call. Two blatant missed calls by Hughes. He should have fouled out. One when he undercut Dom on that sequence. Yeah, I couldn't round. figure out why they didn't call that. Yeah, I don't know why that was a foul. That one was brutal. Uh, second one um, was the push again against Dom. He shoved Dom for the box out and then got the rebound in the corner. And then they have the audacity to call a foul on Dom. I mean, I just don't know. Like, it's just, it was just not even. I inconsistency really last night was a big uh, theme well, for everybody. Is, I mean, this is a first half which neither team went into the bonus, which is extremely rare. And then in the second half, the bonus doesn't hit till like four minutes left. And then you call a touch foul on the. That's on the what my problem line. was. They so let like, play all game, like, and then all of a sudden everything go. Everyone's getting away with hand checks. So like, I'm fine with that. But then that happens towards the end. And then you call yeah, that. Like they chose to, it's like they chose to wake up. Yeah, they, they chose to actually you know? start calling everything super tight in the last two minutes of the game. Well, do it. Like, I'm fine with you. Do it. If it's early and you want to call every soft touch foul, all right, be that way the whole game, though. Don't start changing it in the last couple minutes. That was my biggest problem. And especially, I mean, the foul to the basket when Dom goes up for that rebound. And then they score a three off of the possession. So that really changed the game. It was, a, I believe, a four or five point game. It goes down to a two point game. So. With with two and a half minutes left, that's a tough one to uh, to get the no call on. That that was brutal. Um, our free throws. Have we shot that poorly this year from the line? I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. In, in in the four years we we've been here, probably our worst free throw shooting performance. That's a like was it sixty something percent? I don't think I've ever seen that. But nope. there, like there were so many rim outs last night, it was ridiculous. Jaron missed two. Yeah, that one sequence where he got fouled by um Dumont. Missed both. Yeah, I mean, you know both. it's not your night free throw if Kyle just misses one in general. Yeah, so oh, my God. Our, our best free throw shooter at the stripe, and it rims out. Oh, my God. Yeah. How hurt do we think he is? Nah, I don't didn't think Didn't look great. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It didn't look great. I mean, not too. I don't think it's too bad. He's not going to sit, but... It's tough because when you pick up a, na- a one that nags and then you pick that's it up for the next couple of weeks, it's not like you could sit. You could be like, "Oh, Kyle, sit for a little salary." Like, no, no we don't trust that at all. <laughs> if you- we won, if they beat Duquesne, you could consider it. Yeah, it's all. You beat Lasalle, sit him for Joe's or something like that. It could be a combination of both too, where uh, he was a little banged up and he played. He 40- was already and, uh, a little banged up. He was banged up and uh, he played forty three minutes last night. That's not gonna. That's not a great combination for when you're probably a little. Uh, Hurt there. It could be everything, you know, a long season, but it's just brutal timing when this is the grind your schedule. You got three games left, and then the ATED tournament where you either play three games in three days or four games in four yeah, days. Yeah, but that's the that's the situation we've been playing for years now. It's we always have a player that'll play thirty eight minutes a game, maybe even two or three players that do that. So when you do that, you take a risk of uh, injuries down the stretch of the season. I mean, no one's built to play 40 minutes nowadays. Are we going to get the Matt Johnson show, potentially, at some point? A couple minutes, maybe, here and there? 
It's a, I highly doubt it. I, I mean, doubt it too, I which is kind of crazy. No way, <laughs> no way Kim. Play, he'll play with four people before he goes to Bobby or Matt Johnson. <laughs> he'll play with four. Brutal. He'll play with Kyle on crutches before he goes to a fifth player there. Matt Johnson literally like saved this at GW, and then we never saw him again. Yeah, I mean. That's what happens when you have a point guard that plays 38 minutes a game. There's no <laughs> Matt Johnson's about to be to Nelly in. Caputo, and where he has one huge game and then we never see him again. Yeah, and then people wonder why guards transfer every single year. It's because they get they get no time. They get two Literally minutes. Zero. They play with the walk-ons most of the time. So yeah, I've seen Malik more this year than I've seen Matt Johnson. I think it's it's not far off. It's literally not. It's kind of wild to me, but nonetheless, last night was brutal. Looking at how we mentioned it, Lasalle. In Tomgola. Uh, in, uh, tell us what happens when the Bionics go to Tomgola. Well, the last time we snuck out with a victory, two years ago, but four years ago, bodies were rolling. Mm-hmm. Tournament bid potential. Every, uh-huh. They were on the bubble. Everyone th- and then they play a 2-12, and 12, I believe, LaSalle team, and they lost. Not even like they lost by like a bucket. They lost by like eight, I believe it was, <laughs> or nine. Not even close. I mean... The worst I've ever seen the bodies play, I mean, even in the four years I've been here, by far, this is my senior year in high school. So hopefully that does not happen again because this is a must-win on uh, on Saturday. Every game is a must-win, right, the rest of the year? I guess. I mean, if you get lucky with St. Louis losing to – if St. Louis loses to URI on Sunday, then yeah, you might great. get a little bit of a bailout. But, yeah, pretty I much – I still think that St. Louis game is a must-win at this point. That's what it looks like. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh. it probably because it'll come down to head-to-head, so... Yeah. You never know what the eight ten. We just had... We saw VCU, who was in second place, lose 8 out of 9, so... It hasn't been great um, for them. I have a quick stat on last night's game. Please do. Uh, first off, this is the first time since 1971 and 1972 mm-hmm. that Duquesne has posted 19 or more wins in back-to-back seasons. Good for the Dukes. So when my parents second, were born. Excellent. Second, it was Duke Kane's first win at St. Bonaventure since January 10th, 2009. Wow. And ended a streak of 11 straight Riley Center defeats. The victory also snapped an eight-game St. Bonaventure series win streak. I was about to Way say. Way to start the decade. I was about to say, I don't think we lost. A, this was our first loss in the, our four years that. We lost to Duquesne. I think no. it ha- I, I, yeah. yeah, I don't think. Yeah, we didn't uh, lose before that. Night, we, we, yeah, they had, we hadn't lost them before. The worst part is I told Justin before the game, I said, look how they've been playing us the last, like, two, three years. We're due. The Jalen Adams winner, Kyle's big shot a couple weeks ago. Like We were due. It was coming. It was, it was, was very much that. coming. You know, you know, I think another thing contributed to a loss last night? Isaiah said courtside. That's bad not luck. on me. No, 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 bad no, 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 bad no, luck. no, no, bad no, luck. no, that is not on me. Bad luck. Those guys smoking free throws is not on me. Absolutely not. You were in the steward <laughs> section. We were doing good. Yeah, and then it was on court side. Bad things no, happened. No, we were up one. And Kyle got down. hurt. Jared got hurt. Missed free that throws. That is not on me. Oh, we were missing free throws all game. Get out of here. That is not on me. Bad Absolutely luck. not. Absolutely not. I'm not saying you so, are. So I'm like, saying you say courtside. Your bad logic luck. is. Kyle missed a free throw because Isaiah decided to sit courtside. That's, yes. No. Nope. Th- that's here. making a lot of sense to me. Cam agrees with me. No. <laughs> Definitely. What a, just, just overall, what a swan song to the class of 2020. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like if that game doesn't symbolize our four years here, I don't know what does. 
The Wise man Ian Darkwood said, "Can't write a script like this." USC Wilmington. What else? Yeah, like just just really digging back. St. Louis last year. Talk about a roller coaster of home games over the past four years. Yikes. I think I'm going to get a heart attack by 45 by watching the Bonnies play. Cardiac Bonnies, yeah. as Cameron Hurst likes to say. That's what they are. That is a, that is a Chucky Maggio term. Oh, uh, it is. So it is. That's correct. I apologize, Chucky, if you want to listen to this podcast. I apologize. I, I, I give credit where credit is due. That's, That's fair. No, that is his term. Uh, I want to talk about the rest of the A-10 last night. First off, VCU sucks. Yeah. Also, also, you're on your soapbox. I don't need to. They do it for me. They Clap did it, it for up. me. Isaiah, you were right. There you they go. They did it for me. VCU can't score the basketball. They lose to UMass on the road by eight as eight point favorites. So, well the done. The Mullen Center. It's tough. It's a fortress. No, it's not. No, it's we not. Run <laughs> we run the Mullen Center. It's not a fortress. Still, it's a fortress. Still, that. that Trey Mitchell's pretty good, though. VCU's on track. Uh, yeah. 19 and 15 last night. Continue. Uh, VCU is on track to be maybe one of the, I mean, I don't want to put them as the most disappointing team in the country, but they're getting to that. Lose and died. They're, I'm, I'm trying to They're think. on track to play. They're on track to play Dayton <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> Imagine that plot twist where they just wake up Friday. Now, they're they're going to have to wake up Thursday because they're going to have a Dayton oh, matchup. Well, yeah, so yeah. there's a chance they, and then, God, if they had to beat Dayton. Just so, punch their ticket at that point. So you would would you would you guys rather have them beat Dayton and then Dayton be out entirely? Yeah, get Dayton out of here. You kidding? I don't know. It matters where we end up on the three four, but yeah, I don't want to play Dayton. I mean, but if VCU wakes up and they beat Dayton, I think I think if Anthony Grant was smart, effect, the Rhode Island effect. Of yeah, last year. I can see that. I think Especially if Anthony Grant was smart, he would still be topping during the A ten tournament. I wouldn't play him. I wouldn't play him. What? What's Their the seat's solidified. The Their seat's solidified. They can get a one. Their seat's solidified. I don't you think. lose without Obi Top in the committee's not going to be like, oh, we're going to bump them. No. I mean, yeah, assuming they win out the rest of the season. I mean, I don't know. To assuming? Not... Who's going to beat them? Hey, G. George Mason almost beat them. They still got to go at Rhode Island. Yeah. I mean, All right. I'll give Rhodey credit. Credit, credit with credit's due. Davidson just has I'm to just shoot saying, the ball. I'm right? just saying, with what I've read from... From what Anthony Grant has said, they are solely focused on winning that A-10 title because, I, I I swear to God, this is it. He has a grudge that they started his first year under 500. So, he's a not a revenge tour, and, and they're going to play the whole way through. A grudge? There is no chance that what he What do you sits, mean a grudge? I, I don't think there's any chance he sits the A-10 tournament. Unless all those, unless one, two, three, and 4 in the country lose again before their tournaments... I could see that because then they have a one game like, all right, we could still sneak into the one seed. But I do not see them sitting Obi Toppin. He wants to run the table the rest of the season. What do you mean grudge, though? I don't get that. Nah, dude, well, you got to understand, it's personal for him. This is his alma mater. He wants to prove, like, you know, it, it goes beyond just basketball stuff. He's not, he wants to run the table. He's right. And I and I I don't believe in the system of sitting a player for a couple games when your team is rolling. When your team's rolling, you got to keep running with it. Like you're hot on the blackjack table, okay. you're not gonna get off. But say, God forbid, Obi Toppin gets hurt during the A10 tournament. Well, he could get hurt next game too, Justin. I mean, you All can't right. play every game yeah, like you that. Can't, you can't really you, play. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose a bunch of games. You start playing. I'm gonna hurt Obi Toppin. Yeah, no, you can't. This play is the national game. player of the year potentially. So I I don't understand sitting him. If you want to sit him the last game of the year, fine. 
You want to play? You want to play limited minutes? I'll be even fine with that too. But to to sit him entirely, it just doesn't make sense. To I would sit him. Really. I'd almost sit him last game of the year against QW. Yeah, I could see something like Before that. Before the tournament, yeah. I would do that. Yeah, because I'm still confident with the team they have. They could go beat GW at home. I feel good yeah. about that. <laughs> QW is not a great road. You team sure about that? Team. I don't know. As much as I love the Maceo Jack show, yeah. I don't, I don't you mean the Jameer Nelson oh. Jr. is better than Jameer Nelson show? Oh, Stop, God. Jesus Christ! That's Look at that to slander. His mother. To his mother. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> he said to his mother. The boys in the Bronx. Almost a massive oh. upset last night. Yeah. Porto, come on, guys. Just Jacob Toppin with the game-winning free throws. The most so average close. player of the A10 we were talking about the other day. But um, Fordham, I'll actually, you know what? We don't do this a lot. I'll give Fordham a little more credit. They've been fighting a little more this year. They scored a lot in this game. Yeah. 75 points? For Fordham's a for ton. For Fordham, that's a ton. Their games have been in the 50s. I'm not sure the last time they, let's see. I'm like their schedule. The last time they scored 70 was against Grand King in November 23rd. That's the only other time they've scored 70 this year. Watch out. How does Rhode Island even give up 70 to Fordham? That would be a very bad loss they lost to them. Oh, an unbelievably bad loss. Jeff Neubauer effect. Yeah, especially, the, I mean, they're on the bubble now, too. They can't They can't afford any losses. No, they cannot. Especially, they have a massive game on Sunday against St. Louis. They can't. They need that win. They do. Uh, you're going to need Jeff we Down all, to do. Honestly, every one of the A-10 needs that you win. You say you're going to need Jeff Down to do what? Uh, score more than eight points. Ha! <laughs> Jokes. Because that's what he had. The senior. Jokes. He who blew, he, he it's who senior blew day for him. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. It's finally senior day for it's him? It's probably senior day for him. <coughs> I I'm hope assuming so. it is. Yeah. Actually, no, I think they have two home games. Oh, though. two home games left. Okay. Yeah, so gets to be a senior for a few more games. Um, speaking of George Washington, almost beat Richmond last night, which would have really bailed us out. Yeah, that could have really, really bailed us out. Us out. <laughs> it's getting actually interesting. I think someone on Thursday or Friday is going to win a stupid game they're not supposed to. Because these teams from like. 6 to 10 are actually given a lot more of a fight that they've been, than they were in early January. You know Potter had a triple double last night with turnovers. That's that's <laughs> not the triple double you're looking for. No, hey, still had a a positive assist to turnover though, which is actually pretty impressive. Twelve huh? assists last night, eleven turnovers. Oh, that's rare. God. That's pretty that's impressive. Ridiculous. That's impressive to be honest. That's hard to do. He's that. pretty yeah. good. He's pretty good. He assists like he's like contributes every bucket they get. Yeah, it's pretty impressive to be honest. Yeah, I like I like GW. If, if they can like get a big or something, yeah, that's like, their problem. They don't have a big. No, they have no big. They have no depth. But I like their backcourt's pretty good. Did you see who was at the the game yesterday for them? Uh, Sway Lee was at the GW game. What? What? Yeah. Why would Sway Lee? Be I don't know. The I, bottom I, of the I just saw, of the ten team. I saw he was at the game. That's all I'm saying. What? Let's get Sway Lee to a Bonnie's game. Yeah. Sure. Get him lit. <laughs> Uh, and the last game last night was St. Louis pulled away from uh, wonderful St. Joe's. Are they going to get another win in conference or no? St. Joe's, can they sneak one? The um, fight for the bottom. I'm, I'm going to go with the no. No. They Hopefully got, they Oh, are. they play Fordham on Saturday. Oh. Woo! I don't know. Fordham's coming in kind of hot, though. Oh. Fordham's hot right now. Losing by playing a bunch of tight games lately. Fordham's hot. A healthy daily might drop 50. Also true. It's in, it's in the, the gauntlet, Hagen's Arena. Oh. The absolute fortress. The hawk will never die out there. St. <laughs> Joe's could get one. They have. They play Fordham, us, LaSalle. 
I mean, Joe's got one against Davidson right after Davidson spanked us. So. Yeah, so they could, they could sneak one. It's a weird, it's a weird A-10 season. This is where the A-10 season gets weird because there's some bad teams that sneak some good wins. Uh, no question about it. That's why the tournament's going to be so bizarre. You mentioned VCU uh, in the 8-9. It would be a rematch with UMass right now. Yeah, so I wouldn't even guarantee that win. I'm not going to lie to it. I think if they play again, VCU smacks them. Yeah, I mean... UMass is... Too, you want to talk about inconsistent up and down? That's UMass. To a T. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't want to play UMass, though, say they win that first game. Because they're so talented. Yeah, it just seems like... I mean, they just had a problem with the Trey Mitchell yesterday. I mean, he had a massive yeah. double-double yesterday. That kid's an absolute... Going to be a star in the A-10. Unanimous A-10... Oh, rookie A-10 player of the year. A-10 rookie of the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... <coughs> is there anybody else? Jacob Toppin? No. All right, uh, next, <laughs> next, next. Uh, we mentioned uh, how everybody in the 8 needs to win, including those bubble teams. I want to talk about the bubble teams. Um, right now, Lenardi. Oh, he just dropped a new one. Beautiful, wonderful timing, actually. He's got. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, literally 13 seconds ago. Like, that's big. He knew. Yeah. He's been listening to the podcast. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He must be listening. Fellow 810 member, you know. Exactly. Shout out, shout out to Joey Bucket. Joey, Joey Buckets. Brackets. Joey Brackets. Brackets. He's also I like Buckets, too. too though. I'm fine buckets. with Buckets, too. Um, <laughs> Richmond's the second team out. If they lost last night, it's over. Yeah. Surviving advance. It's surviving advance season. Surviving advance. So we, we named a, a pod four-bit league. Can we actually get four? Oh, no, absolutely not. Never. No. No, we were, we were, those games almost made us a one big. That's also <laughs> no right. A matter of a week. What's we're... more likely, four or one? Oh, uh, one. If we play, is it possible for us to play Richmond in the final? I mean, it matters how the seed goes, but it's looking unlikely. If, if Richmond finished three and we were four. Yeah, we would have to, yeah, the final would be the place we'd meet. So, we could get four. No, but URI would have... Oh, I guess I guess that no, saying? that URI Richmond game would be a winner gets in game. You think so? Yeah, unless URI. I don't think isn't Richmond still or doesn't Rhode Island still have a buy? They're still the last four buys. You don't get kicked that far. They got St. Louis at home. They still have Dayton. If they can win that Dayton game, then then we're talking. But we're getting four. Book it. Stamp it. Go to your bookie with that one. Four bidly. I say more likely one because if you look at it. Dayton beating URI will probably drop them into last four. And then if Richmond plays URI, the winner of that probably will get in. So two is probably most likely at this point. Two is most likely. No, that's fair. Uh, they still got the Big Ten at 10. So it's coming down. Slowly but surely. Um, I want them out of double figures. Yeah, Rutgers not helping their case right now. But still. Um, they almost won last night. I know, away sure. from the rack. The I Fortress. Know. It was close. It was, it was close. They needed that. It was close. <laughs> They need that bad. So what? Purdue still gets in? Is that who it is? Is that their Purdue, team? Purdue is probably the one that just got bounced out. They lost to Michigan uh, over the weekend. But uh, I just this league is so even, but no one is good. No. Like there's no one I'm impressed with in this league at all. Like a team that could get hot, I think, is Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan and Michigan State because Livers is back and they're playing a lot better with him. But and Michigan State's got Cassius Winston, so you know that's a game changer. But besides the, those two teams. I'm not really sold on anyone. Barely can only win at home. Question: I watched Luca Garza the other day for the first time. Yeah, he's really good. First of all, he first just of all, works really hard. Yeah, first of all, 
caterpillar eyebrows. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Trim those, please. Golly. <laughs> In my opinion, he just works really well. No, hard. he's a typical college basketball post player where what he, he like just gets Luke to Karen Gody? He looks like yeah. Luke Karen Gody. Where he just gets to the spot, backs you down, and then next possession he'll go out and shoot. Because I don't like, think he's that strong. To be honest, he couldn't back down late in that game. When, like he kind of struggled against Michigan State's bigs, and they're not that big; they're just long. I mean, he just puts he puts up the numbers and they win and games. That's weird. He's I, I just, like, I don't I don't, know, he's a guaranteed twenty and ten every night. Which I can't figure out. I mean, other than just outworking you, I he guess. He gets so a like, too. He gets my thing is lie. that's not going to work in the tournament because everybody's playing hard. If you're not actually that good and you're just outworking, that's all fine and good in the regular season. I don't know. He's like, dear. do you see Iowa getting past like? Like, I was like, I don't think behind Luca Garza. I don't think they're that good in general. I mean, he's a solid player, but the, the supporting cast is not great. They're probably they're probably in an 8 not, uh, probably in a 7 10 game. Like, they're going to have that. Big Ten Player of the Year, and they're not that good. No, but no one's really. I mean, who's been the best player besides him? Is Cowan? Like, Oduro? Yeah, I mean, Mich- uh, Minnesota got a big And Minnesota level. could, like, I don't know, be decent at basketball. He'd win. They won last night, right? Yeah, they were up, like, big towards the end. But. Going on the Big Ten. No, they lost by one. Oh, they had a blue. Maryland hit a crazy buzzer beater. <laughs> I meant to watch it, actually. Bye-bye, Minnesota. Get off the bubble. Uh, Big road win, baby. The Terps went away from College Park. Stop playing with them. Uh, Big Ten hopefully gets down to nine somehow. SEC's down to four. Which is Mississippi State's first four out. Arkansas's next four out. South Carolina's next four out. I don't think any. Mm, what are the most sneaky? Mississippi State, maybe. The other two, no for me. Mississippi State, uh, can. I think the teams that are going to start getting bids, the Pac 12's gotten hot. All of a sudden, UCLA's in the bubble because they're, yeah, they could win point. the conference. Your boy Mick Cronin, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what squad he has, he could take a Division II squad. They will play hard for 40 <laughs> minutes <laughs> and defend you. For every minute, every second, 94 feet. Like, they're unbelievable. And He's Sta- a great coach. Stanford has stopped drowning. They, like, lost six straight. They're back afloat. They're the first team out right now. They're above Richmond currently. Yeah. But you're just looking at the bubble right now in general. It's like, usually there's a team you're looking at the bubble like, oh, they sneak in. They're hot. All right, they can make a run. There's no way here where, like, you're super impressed with how the bubble. Like, a lot of these teams have losing, like, 500 records in conference. Literally. Um, Memphis, why are they still in the bubble? Because they had, because they had James Wiseman earlier this year. Like I don't, I don't know the reasoning. I can't figure it out. By the way, our favorite school is back on the bubble, baby. Texas, they're back. Let's go. Let's get to go. Sixteen and like twelve team in the tournament. Let's go. Okay, cool. Hook them. Hook them. By the way, Lenardi had Syracuse in discussions for bubble talk. It sounds about right. That is good. <laughs> hey, Arch fans. Book your ticket to Dayton for that first four in game. Actually, you know what? At this point, no seven ten game. I see you guys seven ten game. Uh, is is smacking paid a quadrant one win or no? That's a quadrant one plus win. <laughs> and they, hey, they play. Have a prob- they have a they have a major problem though. If they make it to the NIT, I saw the NIT bracketologist saying that. Oh, excellent. They could qualify for a home game. If what are they gonna do? The the dome's closing after they're done. Oh. For what? Uh, they're doing renovations? Renovations are starting up. Oh, I guess they're they getting air conditioning in there? The carrier dome? Yep. What? Yep. Doubt it, actually. Honestly. What is it? The car- uh, they can play the Carmelo Anthony uh, Recreation Gym. For their there you go. Because they, no f- they have no fans anyway, right? 
I didn't even get to play in the Commonality Recreation no, Gym. They'll probably play. They'll probably play at like Lemoyne Cam if they get in. TNIT. Which would be hilarious, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that would be funny. That'd be absolutely hysterical. Justin, how big is Lemoyne's gym? Have you seen it? Because mm. your sister went there. No, I've not seen that gym actually. To be honest with you. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Uh, like it, it was just straight like pick up, drop off. They play yeah, the tournament. You. They play the tournament games in a place in Syracuse that has a pretty good. It's. I mean, it probably holds like, fifty, maybe five thousand, four, forty-five hundred. So, we'll see. That's all you're gonna need for a first round NIT, NIT game, NIT yeah. Home game for that crowd. Especially, you know, Bayheim's knows those. The Orange haven't showed up this year. The Orange apparently not. The Orange faithful. Yeah, just haven't been there. Apparently, reportedly. Yep. Um, they'll be there in Dayton though. Book it. Last thing, uh, I want picks. Syracuse UNC Saturday. Let's go. Oh. Give me picks. Two of our favorite teams. Wow. It's in the dome. Oh God. Justin, please do Justin, start go first. Please do. Been a little quiet over there, buddy. It doesn't help your draft order if you finish last in the ACC. Just to let you know. <laughs> it sucks. They freaking beat NC State to try to get out of the basement. Wake Forest steals one. <laughs> Justin, give me a pick, buddy. Demon Deacons, baby. UNC. On the road. I like it. Are they good on the road? Have they beaten anybody on the road this year? Yeah. Excellent. Maybe SEC on the road. I was on the road. All right. There you go. Cameron, who you got? Joe Girardi carry the boys or no? A blind squirrel and an injured squirrel that can barely get up the tree makes it up the tree and finds a nut every once in a while. So, UNC UNC wins. UNC. Bayheim Williams. Two of the top five coaches of all time playing for what, like their twelfth one of the year. Um, I'm gonna go. F- Bayheim has sixteen wins. Oh, so sorry, my bad. It's off twelve losses. Twelve eight. losses. My bad. <laughs> I messed that one up. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the orange at the dome. Rutgers has one good year in basketball. All of a sudden, we get to talk our stuff. But all right. Um, I'm going with uh, ACC Player of the Year Elijah Hughes. I think he has a big night. Shut up! Thank you for listening. This. Thank you for End listening. This the, greatest, right now. the greatest podcast ever. End this. Thank you, Aiden, Justin, Cameron. Oh my uh, God! We're off because we got spring break. We'll be back. We'll record right before the 8-10 tournament in Brooklyn, baby.